Professor Brain Brown's research shows that vulnerability fosters good emotional and mental health. It is a sign of courage. We become more resilient and brave when we embrace who we truly are and what we are feeling. The Vulnerable Scientist Podcast is a space for scientists to tell their honest and authentic stories. I am your host, Saranya Kerry, who happens to be a scientist, informal science communicator, and I help scientists create personal websites. If you want to support this show, go to www.patreon.com slash thevulnerablescientist. You can also follow this podcast on all social media platforms at TV Scientist Pod. Tell us more about your podcast. Why did you start the podcast? Whoa, yo, this uh, this is a very interesting question, and I love it. Um, oh gosh, okay. So basically, what had happened is, twenty twenty, I was completing my master's degree, mm-hmm. and um, I was working with the supervisor at the time, who was very about publish or perish. And used to give me so much anxiety about it and there was a whole big thing about um impact factors and research output now don't get me wrong that's yeah. good yes. yeah um but i always felt like and then what like if we if i publish these papers like and then what mm-hmm. what what will happen because at that point for my particular master's research i was working with um smallholder farmers or small scale farmers and I was like, if I write this paper, I'm all, I've been working with these people for two years. I've invested my time, my tears, my sweat, literally into this project. Mm-hmm. And I want to have somewhere where I can, like, what will the information that I write, how will it be beneficial to them? The, the paper won't be because I'm going to be using such technical terms like randomized block design. What does that mean to an average person? Mm-hmm. I just felt like, the research that we do that many of us do we spend two three years even four i don't know how many years conducting we write about it and then gets thrown in these journals that even you are a scientist but you won't go and read my work (laughs) you know so So true (laughs) what what's one thing that somebody who's not even in science they don't go actively saying oh you know what tonight i'm gonna read nature you know nobody Mm. does that for fun yeah right So I was like, I want to do something where um, the work that I do, I didn't even realize it at that point, but I wanted to have, I wanted to do science that impacts society because Mm. I think that's the basis of why we do science. We're trying to Mm. say, solve rather a societal problem. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, I wanted to do it for people who are actually affected by the problem because, Mm. Mm -hmm. um, so when I was doing this, um, I thought, okay, you know what? Let me write a blog. <laughs> I hated it. I was like, you're editing. No way. Not going to do that. So then I thought, uh, oh, I love to talk with people. Maybe mm-hmm. let me just talk to people. And, mm-hmm. you know, so at this point, simultaneously, the ones who've heard the story might have heard the story so many times. I was starting to be active on Twitter. And I was following this one page where they were talking about how they have, they wanted people or they, they, they are a company that um, that reads, it's like audio of scientific papers. So mm. I just, I sent them a DM. Okay, this is one thing that I do. Um, um, I am like a self-appointed DM queen. And I was like, hi, this sounds so cool. How can I be a part of it? And mm-hmm. then the person was like, well, actually, we deal with BBC presenters. 
as the people who read and i was like oh okay my bad <laughs> but he was so nice and he was like listen actually have you ever thought about doing um a podcast and you and you can sort of create that as a portfolio if you ever want to get into voiceovering or mm-hmm. any audio type of work and i was mm. like a podcast what's a podcast you know so this mm. is you didn't know 20- before that I didn't know. This was early 2020, before pandemic, because, yeah, I, I wasn't listening to podcasts. So this was early, early 2019, no, maybe 20, late 2019, early 2020. I can't remember. So then he was so nice and he sent me all of these um, informations of sites of where I can look to go and like research in terms of the hosting sites, etc. So mm. I started looking into it and then... Um, I call her my big sister, um, Sharon. She she was a couple she was a couple of years ahead of me, and she was also doing her PhD at that point. Um, mm. uh, I was like, I want to talk about your research. Let's have a conversation about it. So we we did, and we it was terrible. It's probably like my first episode. Terrible audio. I had no idea what I was doing. Mm. Um, and then I put it up, and then I shared it with my friends on Facebook. Then I had a friend of mine who is a dancer. He has nothing to do with science, you know, mm. obviously. Mm. And he was like to me, oh my gosh, and what this girl's doing is so cool. Because she was also working on um, waste-based fertilizers. But mm-hmm. it was a little bit more different. Hers was specific to looking at... Um, okay, so we live in South Africa, which is one of the most prevalent of like HIV, AIDS. Mm-hmm. Uh, so her research was trying to see like like the 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 arvs and how that affects the 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 viral load something like that i can't remember exactly but it was pretty interesting mm-hmm. so um so people were like oh my gosh that's so cool she was talking about it in such a cool manner and i was like what they love this so then i was also like i said i'm active simultaneously while all of this is happening i am active on twitter and i started i was part of this well i am still part of this amazing foundation called visibility in STEM Africa, which seeks to also amplify Africans in STEM um, mm-hmm. by creating sort of like visible role models and um, spotlighting them, etc. And the founder, Natasha Mwanigwa, um, was up to me. And there's this person, they're doing agriculture, but they're using drone technology and they're doing some really amazing work in Ghana, but mm-hmm. he's originally based in America. I think it would be really cool for you to speak to. So while I was doing all of that, I was exposed to all of these really cool Africans in STEM doing very amazing things. So now this is when the pandemic has obviously happened mm-hmm. and the world has stopped. Nobody knows what to do. Mm-hmm. So now I start sending people messages and I'm like, hi, um, would you like to talk to me about your research? I'm trying to do this thing. And because people had nothing else better to do with their lives, they were like, <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> you know? And mm-hmm. I think that's how it all started, um, where I would host these conversations remotely and record them and then put them up. So that, that's what it all happened. And then I'd have so-and-so refer me to so-and-so or I'd see somebody on Twitter and send them a message. So I realized the importance of the work that I was doing mm-hmm. in the sense that, A, uh, when I was growing up, and I'm sure you can relate to the story because many of us African kids can when we thought of a scientist, we thought of a white old man, mm-hmm. you know, we never had the picture of like somebody who looks and sounds like us. So 
So I didn't me, know there's something yeah. to do with a scientist. <laughs> you see, even that, I also didn't even know that I wanted to do science. Mm. I wanted to be a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Like, because that's the shows that I was exposed to. So US. I wanted to, I wanted to, I was like, listen, there's clearly a problem here that uh, we, we need to sort of amplify and show the visibility. So that's, that was another reason to amplify the voices and show visible role models mm. to, I want to say the younger generation, but also us, <laughs> because yeah. some of us don't even know that there are some of us who exist. Yeah. And when I started chatting with people who were abroad, especially mm-hmm. for them, they were, for example, the only black person in their lab. So it was so important to know that there are other people who are going through the same struggles, you know, and that was another reason. And also, I just wanted to to create a platform. Also, I mean, during COVID, we saw this whole wave of misinformation of science going around. Mm-hmm. So I was like, we need to have scientists talk about science. Not mm-hmm. newscasters, not our aunties in the WhatsApp group sending forward messages. People, scientists who are doing the research, they need to have the opportunity to talk about it. Yeah. But in a manner that everybody can understand it, mm-hmm. you know, without diluting it. So that's what I, 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 I do. And that's why I wanted to do the podcast. And that's the whole essence of it. Create visible role models, show the diversity of STEM fields. Um, that, you know, STEM is not just engineering being a doctor you can be a paleontologist mm-hmm. you know or you can be a parasitologist mm-hmm. or an ai person and you're from kenya but you're based in houston texas mm-hmm. i literally have a guy who does that you know mm-hmm. he works in self-driving cars so mm-hmm. it, it's stuff like that where it's it's really like africans are really doing cool fun research Mm. so like i believe now that is like my mission and my passion and i love it love love sharing the stories but also at the core i think um the reason why it was called the root of the science is that i wanted it to be stories because Mm. we all have the root the reason why we got into science Mm. and um although it's similar but it's also different and that's what makes it different so i mean that's what makes it unique rather Mm. So I wanted to showcase those stories and, you know, where somebody can listen and they can find themselves in my guest, even if it's in a small part. Mm-hmm. And also just showcase that a scientist more than just a scientist. They don't sit in a lab the whole day. Yeah. They are a singer. You know, yeah. they are a podcaster. They paint. They are a baker. You know, they do other things. We are new and our generation is is what I, you know, there's this term that was thrown around in a conference I was at, new age scientists. So we are more than just this linear version that is presented to us. Mm-hmm. And it's cool and it's okay. So, um, yeah, that's basically, <laughs> that's basically it. I can hear the passion in your voice. Like, it's so, <laughs> like, yeah, this is why and this is why I'm doing it. And um, starting it, it started like something uh you hadn't thought about it for long like if this is an idea someone else gave you you said the bbc someone from the bbc or i had it wrong um no i no 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 mm. i will definitely claim this as my idea what he did mm. was that he just said i want i thought i wanted to to do voice overing right and get into radio or something oh. so he was like do a podcast 
yeah. create a portfolio. Mm. So while working with um, the visibility in STEM people, I saw there was a bit of a disconnect mm. that there was a lack of representation of African scientists and, mm. you know, connecting with people on Twitter all over the world. I was like, Hey, actually there's many of us, mm. <laughs> you know, all over the place. So I was like, why not do something where I just get to chat with them? So yeah, no, no. The idea, if I, if I do say the idea was given to me and, you know, if you are overly religious or not, we'll say it was God. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we'll give it, we'll give it to him. We'll give yeah. that, that part to him because, yeah, it was the idea of the, glory. the idea of the podcast, like the, the, the whole concept of the podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, someone who maybe mentioned to you like made you know that actually there's things called podcasts yes yes definitely definitely because i like i said i didn't know and i know many people didn't know even when i was telling them i have a podcast i'm like what's that is it youtube (laughs) (laughs) and i'm like no it's just your voice and you listen like so wait I don't watch anything. And I'm like, no, <laughs> no, it's just my voice. <laughs> when have you realized like podcasts, it's, it's, they have very, like people don't know much about them. Yeah. Specifically in our, in Africa. Yes, I mean, in, in Africa. the West, it's huge. Yes. It's huge. Yeah. So that's what makes me stick it through because, you know, I will say confidently that I feel like I'm one of the pioneers specifically in mm. what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. That me starting out now, I'm able to sort of learn my mistakes in the dark. <laughs> mm. So by the time, like even when you compare and contrast now in terms of how I conduct my interviews, completely mm. different. Yeah. Where somebody will be like, oh my goodness, and you're so good at this. And I'm like, well, you should have heard yeah. me two years ago. <laughs> you know, it's a learning so process. By the t- yes. So mm. by the time I reach the numbers that I want to reach, mm. I would have gained those skills. Because I know with people, when, because now there's this whole push for everybody starting a podcast. And they're mm. like, oh, I want to get all these downloads. Oh, I want to make money. And I'm like, yeah, probably not yet. <laughs> you know, and for me, Especially I always say podcasts. This, it's a. Yeah, and I'm like, it's a long burn. And for me, I have, it, like I said, I have a very big vision for my mm. podcast. So mm. this is just merely me in the gym, mm. like gymming, training, so that by the time, like now I can confidently say to you that I'm a moderator and I'm, and I'm an MC. Mm. That was not something that I could do before I did the podcast. Mm. So I've learned other skills by doing that and I've been afforded other opportunities by doing the podcast so it's like i said it's the gym (laughs) it's the gym it's a process and um and i know where it's going so i'm okay with it because i understand yeah i understand the long-term goal and i understand that by the time i blow up Mm. people will be like oh my gosh you're so good at this you know you've been doing this for a long time Mm. you know but I know the amount of grant work that I've put in, the amount of times where I've, I've wanted to quit. Like even this month, mm. <laughs> like I've been going through it personally and I haven't um, posted, you know, as much as I wanted to. Mm. And also I've learned to, to 
to sort of give myself time you know being your own boss is also a little bit of a superpower mm-hmm. where i in the past i used to be like oh my god i have to put a content yeah. and cause myself burnout mm-hmm. right yeah but then now because i've done this for so long i know confidently what i bring to the table i know that i can take these couple of weeks mm-hmm. to recoup and to come back and still and stay relevant yeah and nobody can tell me like oh no where have you been <laughs> yeah because i know i've built that fan base and sometimes it even sh- i was actually telling a friend of mine that it shocks me that even if i'm not putting out content i mm. still get listed so mm. it's because i've done the work yeah. and also also a friend of mine was also saying that don't be afraid to um what do you call it recycle content you've mm. done so much yeah. you know you've I've, so it's okay <laughs> Yeah. So that's what I'm saying that now I can confidently like even the way that I'm speaking to you now mm-hmm. I'm speaking to you because I wouldn't be able to speak to you about this probably a year and a half ago. I'd be like no Sarah I have to work I have to keep doing this mm. I have to you know but now I know I've I've sort of carved myself and I and I've done the work to mm. be able to take <laughs> my days um you know and and to to know what I bring to the table, to know the type of content that I bring to the table, to know who I am and to know, yeah, to sort of know myself. So I've grown as much as the podcast has grown. I have also grown as an individual. Oh, I would love to know and ask more because uh, the exciting part about this podcast uh, recording is uh, I've always wanted to know, okay, this is how I found you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was I was doing these shows before, uh, so, some shows uh, on YouTube uh, called the Scientist Path series, and mm-hmm. uh, we were doing it online. And I was trying to get different scientists to come on camera online and have this long conversation. It was a list of like sixteen or fifteen questions. I can't remember. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, we were asking them, and uh, it. it I was working in partnership with a company called Planet Wizard Africa. And mm-hmm. one of my guests was Joseph Malinzi. So, oh, yeah. So, when, <laughs> yes, I know him. Yeah. So, when I was doing, uh, I was doing something, I, there was an editing I was doing, I was trying to republish that work because I didn't want to leave it like that because it was a very long conversations for most of the guests. So I was like, I don't want to leave it on audio or on video. And this, there isn't much happening in the videos, just the person talking. Well, how about I just convert it into these audios that I've already started. So when I was doing mm. that, I, I was looking for something. Then I, I was like, ah, instead of looking for, because I was looking for the specific episode, I didn't want. I'm lazy, so <laughs> I just searched the name Joseph Malinzi. Then I was like, the first result was this root of the science. I was like, who's this? <laughs> <laughs> Who are these? <laughs> Who are these people? Okay, then I clicked on it, and I was so excited to just see, to listen, and see like, oh, actually, this. I was like, okay, so it's actually a lady, and she's done all <laughs> this podcast, and it's 
I, I yeah. could scroll and see. These are actually most of them are, you know, they're, they're just Africans. You can see mm. these are black people. And I was like, oh, there's someone doing this. And I'm like, I need to get to this. But I was like, let me just listen to some and see. Yeah. Maybe learn because there's someone who's done it for a while. I was like, okay, it's actually not very old. It's on 2020, mm. but it's actually, she's yeah. done a lot. Like since 20? 20 yeah yeah 2020 april yeah Yeah. it's almost two years now exactly oh my gosh and you've done a lot like oh my goodness anyway sorry i just had to share that and i I really (laughs) admired you know i was looking for podcasts that Uh are doing something similar and i could only find i don't know if you know it the people 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 behind the sands it's a very no, old podcast. Really You're gone. No, I was trying to mute those birds. Ah, so... I'll edit them out. <laughs> Don't worry. Oh, okay. when I was uh... <laughs> this is the podcast I knew. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know, I know, I know those things. Oh my gosh! Okay, my bad. You see, it's it's me trying to be producer and yeah. content creator and <laughs> and interviewee all at the same time. Okay, let me be a guest. <laughs> Just relax. <laughs> but this is nice. At least you understand, you know, what I'll what will happen to me after this interview. <laughs> While I, editing. I do not envy you. I do not envy you at all. <laughs> anyway, it um they were I I put actually they happened this um what are they called the Hadidas, they were also on my podcast with Afra and when they happened mm. I thought let me just put them there like this is something that happened actually yeah <laughs> and it's just part of nature so <laughs> let's not hide yeah. them. You- you know, for me, sorry, mm. this is a slight detour. I mm. was in a workshop. When was it? Like two weeks ago, three weeks ago. So mm-hmm. it was people in Europe. Mm-hmm. And it was like a Zoom, whatever. And I was speaking. It was mm-hmm. also a Thursday, like this one. And mm-hmm. same time, you know, because of time differences. Yeah. So it was around about this time. We were rounding up the day and I was saying something. And these birds come on. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. And they're like what is that and i'm like it's a bird they're like it's a bird that is a bird <laughs> and then everybody starts switching like switching on their mics and they're like what is that like i've never heard this. So i'm like it's a hardy dot so now we stopped the whole meeting for somebody to google hardy dot share it on the screen <laughs> share it on the screen so everybody understands because i was like the only african person except this oh other guy God. in egypt and I was just like, yo, guys, these birds, like these people were shocked. They were like, what is, what is that bird? It sounds like, it's... and I'm like, it's a hot, they had no idea. So I'm like, it's literally, it was like a, like an interval where everyone wanted to know what that thing was. <laughs> oh my God, I'll never forget that. It was hilarious. Because these people, it was like people in Sweden, Italy, and one is in Germany. So like, yeah, you know, Europe. They had no idea what this was. It was, it blew me away. Oh gosh! Oh God. <laughs> so these birds became the star of the actual workshop. And I remember when we were rounding up the the on the last final day when people are like, "Oh, so what are the takeaways from this workshop?" And then somebody's like, "Oh, the 
body dog in South Africa. And I was just like, oh my God. <laughs> it was okay. hilarious. Yeah. Oh, so God. Oh, it's dang. so weird because for me, it's like, you know, it's an everyday thing, but they had yeah. no idea what it was. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, I've never laughed this much for a long time. Yeah, it was, it was hilarious. <laughs> You know when it happened, I was like, I know the, I know these birds, but I don't know the name. So actually, Afra is the one who told me the name. Like it's a normal sound around mm. here. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so funny. So normal, yeah, oh it's so, so normal. But it's like it's such it's. But you realize in those other countries, it's like, nope. What's that? <laughs> anyway, let's go back to the. <laughs> <laughs> all right so um you had mentioned some of the things that you've learned that have made you like grow with a podcast the things that you've learned mm. um, with recording this podcast so what has changed in you now as compared to before as a person um wow okay first things first i want to say i'm more confident mm-hmm. um Although, I mean, imposter syndrome, you know, comes through because the thief just won't allow us to be great. But yeah, I'm more confident on who I am. Like when I say to you that now, especially, okay, well, rather I'm more confident in my work. I'm more confident in what I bring to the table. Mm -hmm. I'm more confident that if you ask me to be in a panel, I know what I'm bringing. I know my value. In the -hmm. the past, it was more of like, oh, no, thank you so much. It's such an honor. It's such Mm -hmm. a privilege. Not saying it is then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I know that it's because I have the expertise, I have the knowledge, I have mm. the know-how, and you want to get that form from me, you mm. know. So now I can confidently state, like, you know, I was actually having a conversation with a friend about, you know, when somebody invites us to do these talks and the whole exposure talk. Mm. And I was like, a friend of uh, another person, she's another brilliant science communicator. I'm not mm. going to talk or tell her name now, but okay. I'll probably mention her for something else okay. because I don't want her to be seen like she's <laughs> pushing me about the money. Okay. But she is somebody who I look up to in this game, and she's also a brilliant science communicator. Mm. And she said to me, Anne, do not be afraid to ask for your work. Work. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're going to be tokenized, be pro- get some profit from it. Mm. Like, you know, because. Oh, because what I also realized is that, you know, I was like, oh, the black African person and these podcasting things. It was like, you know, so initially, especially like if, if that's if they want to tokenize you, compensate mm. me um, accordingly, you know, mm-hmm. or, you know, for these diversity panels. There was that point where in during like 2020, late 2020, mm. early 2021, like mm. there were all these panels about diversity and mm. blah, blah, blah. So I remember she was like to me, you are allowed to say, is this an, a paid opportunity, mm-hmm. you know? And, and then she's like, also in that moment, you, you also cut away stress for yourself because sometimes you say yes to a lot of things yeah. um, and people don't necessarily value you. Mm-hmm. So if you cannot pay me, then why am I spending an hour of my time talking on your panel when I could be resting, for example, yeah. you know, or if it's, which is uh, really important, or if it's these Yes, like with these time zones, different time zones, I could be sleeping, but I'm up at like 11 o'clock at night mm. because you want me to talk on your panel. 
So it was stuff like that where you sort of realize like, do these re- people really value me or do they just want like a decorative sticker that they have this black person, mm-hmm. you know? So it was a way of realizing that like, I know my worth and I know what I bring to the table. And mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. Now I'm confident in that, that I can take a break and you can't come at me and say, why are you not producing content? I'll be like, go listen to the other hundred and something episodes that I've listened <laughs> before you start coming Good and telling me that I haven't produced produce content so it's stuff like that like oh you don't have enough i'm sure you haven't listened to all 100 something episodes yeah go listen to that you know and also like i said it's given me extra skill sets of where Mm. i am able to be a moderator something that i don't know i didn't i wouldn't have said i dreamed but i love it i love conversations Mm. so i love like opening up a platform where we can have open conversations about stuff and i love to be that medium Mm. so i don't necessarily want to be the person actively participating in front Mm -hmm. but i want to be the one where we're going to say okay you know let's start this and then we have that engagement and i love that and also i just love the mic um Mm -hmm. i love being in like i haven't had the opportunity to do it often yet but you know because the world is opening so here's to more opportunities putting it yeah. out in the universe where i see myself on stage part of me doing all of these things and it's something that i love to do people is like a talent of mine and i can say that proudly because you know and even in terms of my own schoolwork mm-hmm. um when it comes to presentation uh-huh. presenting our projects mm-hmm. I know that I'm probably the best <laughs> in wow. terms of presenting. Owning because, it. Tickets. <laughs> because I, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. But like, yeah. you know, of course the content has to be spectacular, not putting anything away from that. Mm. But in terms of speaking, yeah, I know I'm probably going to be one of the best. And it's, it's, it's a skill of mine that I can confidently, you know, say that I speak really mm. well. I even, mm. I was, <laughs> I was somewhere, um, where we're introducing ourselves at, I was at my friend's church mm. and um, we're introducing ourselves. It was like these game evenings. And um, the one of the lead pastors was like to me, oh, tell me something about you. And I'm like, oh, well, I speak really well. And then wow. he laughs and he's like, wow, okay, yes, you do speak really well. And I'm like, yeah, I don't mean it to brag, but it's something that I'm really good at. So... He's like, no, I can even tell that you are. So it's stuff like that, which I'm now starting to own mm-hmm. my stuff because like I said, I've been in the gym. I've been in the gym where I wasn't able to confidently speak. I've been in the states where when a guest comes in, I'm like freaking out, I'm panicking and I'm like, oh, oh my God, I don't know what I'm going to say. Oh my gosh, you know? And if it's somebody who I admire, oh, that's even worse. I'm just like, yes. Oh yeah. Okay. You know, where I'm a bit scared to ask them tough questions. But mm. now I'm like, no, listen, why are you saying what you say? Mm. Yes, you are admirable and you are, you are well-versed in your research. Mm. But, you know, why? Like, I can probe you confidently because, you know, so I... <laughs> you know, confidence. I'm starting to own, yeah, that confidence. Mm. Um jokingly i have another friend who calls me the oprah of science and Ah. if i could be the oprah of science good god i would have made it (laughs) like i would have reached those epi and that's sort of the dream anyway of where Mm -hmm. i see this podcast um the way it's on 
national international rather tv think mm. your al jazeera think of your bbc mm. where we have an opportunity for scientists to speak about science like why is it not normal why do we have mm. these medical shows why do we have these tech shows mm. or oh, okay fine tech is also part of science but i'm just saying why are we not having conversations about actual scientific research yeah when we've seen the importance of it so yeah that's a dream to just have a team where i just literally arrive somebody does my face somebody has found the guest somebody's just like oh by the way this is who you're interviewing today and i'll be like oh okay (laughs) these are the questions and i just arrive get dressed Mm. have a wardrobe stylist you know there's a whole director there's whatever like that is a vision and then we have a chat for an hour and it's great and then i don't have to worry about editing (laughs) yeah i don't have to worry about everything like it's all just a well-oiled machine and I do what I love to do, which is talking with people. Mm. So, yeah, that's basically it. That's basically the dream. You mentioned before that, I, I first of all, I, I um, I'm seeing this going there, and I'm praying that Pray. this happens for you, and it will happen. Thank you. It will happen. What <laughs> <More> the <laughs> confidence. <laughs> Uh, you had mentioned that you, sometimes you you get to points where you want to quit. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about that? I More? mean... Like why yeah, and what definitely. makes you not quit? <laughs> um, what, makes me, what makes me want to quit is mm. the fact that um, at one point, well, still kind of is, but now there's just somebody who's helping me in terms of the audio side, I was mm-hmm. doing, and I still am doing everything by myself. Mm-hmm. And as much as I wanted to have it as my baby, I'm realizing now that I can't do it all. Yeah. And it's a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I can't, like, getting guests, sending emails, ah, 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 it's a lot, you know. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I'm still having to be a student, a sister, a friend, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. all these other activity things that I have to be as a person. And yeah. also because as much as it may seem like I'm flourishing in this aspect of my life, life also happens, um, you know, and there are things that happen to you as a human and it's hard. It's so hard. Like there was a moment uh, last year where, end of last year rather, which was really a difficult personal thing that happened. And it was, it was like the carpet was swept right under my feet. And I'm such a person who likes things in control. I like to know what's going on, you know. Mm. So it was like, where to from here? Like, what do I do? Mm. Like, surely I can't do this anymore. I mean, I took the time, but I was also like, oh, ah, I can't. Mm. So there are moments where it gets overwhelming, mm. where, um, I mean, as much as I can pre-record and have episodes, like I can have months where I'll have like episodes a hell of time. And then all of a sudden, those episodes are gone, and I'm like, oh, I don't have, I don't have anything, and I don't have content for next week, you know, um, because life is currently happening. And also, I mean, the financial aspect, because this is an independent podcast, you know, I'm paying, still paying out of my own pocket for some of the things. Yeah, so it's it's, it's a lot. <laughs> it's it's a lot, yeah. you know. And people just see the the glory of it, and sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't want to do this. And then I get onto a call with a guest and we have the best conversation. Like, oh, but I love this so much, Mm. you know? (laughs) And then I'm like, okay, maybe I can do it again. You know, Mm. maybe I can do it again. And that's just sort of what keeps me going is 
and also it's just because I think I see the end goal and I always try even when to also mention it as a reminder to myself mm-hmm. where I want to go and all of these things it's and also I suppose most importantly I recognize that it's bigger than me mm-hmm. um the vision is bigger than me the vision is amplifying the voices of African stem the mm-hmm. vision is that even if Anne is not here when mm-hmm. I have a team it will still be happening mm-hmm. and I also feel like there's a lot of people's blessings that are also tied to my own dream mm-hmm. I see the beauty of it when I connect people where I'm like oh no somebody's like oh blah 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 I'm looking for a mathematician I don't know any mathematician mm-hmm. in Africa who's African and I'm like oh yeah like you mentioned Joseph yeah I'm like oh I know Joseph Malinzi <laughs> or I know James um, Azam he's you know like I know these people and I can mm-hmm. refer and then something beautiful happens from that and I'm like oh okay so actually it's bigger than me <laughs> you know yeah. um so I have moments where I recognize that this is this is not only selfish thing it's bigger than me yeah. and and that's what also keeps on happening that you know although it, 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 it's in me like sometimes not everybody sees the finished version of it mm. but um yeah I, I am a very spiritual person so I recognize that God placed this for me and if it wasn't for me then mm. if it isn't for me then it might not get executed in the manner that it needs to get executed and um and I can only see it as much as other people might say they see it mm. they don't really see it the way that yeah. I see it and the way yeah. that I want to I wanted to go. So mm. like the blueprints are with me. And yeah, it's it's a it's a huge responsibility, it's a huge honor um you know in in that aspect of, as well. It's like really not only about me. Yeah, mm. if I can say that. 